Hello everyone, it is Ava, and welcome back to Not Your Average TV Junkie. It has been a long while since I have sat down to record, but I am here to bring you my last three weeks of my Dancing with the Stars. What season are we on? Is it 27? I couldn't even tell you what season on. I'm pretty sure it's 27. It is 29. I am living in the past. Of my season 29 recaps. I have the last three weeks to talk about. It has been, like I said, a very long time since I've been able to sit down and film, but I am here bringing you all the recaps you could ever want from this ending to this Dancing with the Stars season, even though you've probably already seen it and it was over like three weeks ago, but I'm here better late than ever. Let's move on so we can actually get through this. Okay, so we are talking, first of all, week nine, and it is Icon Night, which I thought was like a very good idea. It's essentially like your musical icons, you're dancing to them, you're paying tribute to them, etc. First of all, um, Tyra's opening look inspired by J-Lo was fantastic. Just thought I'd throw that out there. The second look she changed into, not so great, but the first one was very good. So a round of applause for her styling team on that one. And I don't understand why Derek was wearing eyeliner. Like he was like, oh yeah, I'm an icon, but it was like kind of strange. I'm just saying, I don't know. I thought, I think he looks significantly better without eyeliner. So I'm just going to ignore that and move forward. First of all, we have AJ McLean and Cheryl. Um, they were talking about the one and only Freddie Mercury dancing the Viennese waltz and scoring a 23 out of 30. I'm going to be honest, I watched these episodes a little bit ago, so I'm not going to have as many thoughts as I normally would. I'm just going to kind of give you the information out there. I do have some thoughts, obviously, uh, on their attire. That's what really stuck out in my mind, but I do have some notes to talk about. But like I said, it has been a very long time. I have been insanely busy, but I am back and better than ever. I have some very exciting episodes coming your way. I am almost on Christmas break. I'm very excited about that. Once Christmas break comes, I have three entire weeks off because I don't have to take finals. Very long story, but I'm very happy about it. And so you will get all the episodes, all the fun stuff. I do desperately want to talk about Amazing Race. So hopefully that will be coming very, very soon. I have a four segment episode coming and I have my One Tree Hill giant recap coming. That is like um, the sequel, I guess. Or I guess there's going to be like a bunch, but it's like the, the second part to my Glee one. Pretty much the same kind of concept, just with One Tree Hill. So be looking forward to all of those. I'm very excited about all of that coming very, very soon. Anyways, I think that AJ, again, like AJ started off super strong. It was super good in the beginning. And then he kind of like lost um, like footing or something. Like something went wrong during one of the turns. And it kind of like went downhill from there. 23 out of 30 for week nine is not great, but it's respectable. It wasn't terrible. Moving on. Next is Nellie and Daniela. They uh, paid tribute to Tupac's California Love and they danced what did they dance did i write it down i don't think i wrote down what they oh they did a freestyle sort of thing that's what well, i have freestyle sort of thing what did they actually dance i don't know but it was very um it wasn't a super structured ballroom latin dance and i think that was a little bit of his issue and i think that's kind of been his issue all season is that he's not super great at actually dancing Latin or ballroom like he has rhythm and he has the ability to to dance like I, I've said this all season I said very similar things about um about Johnny the whole season as I think they can both move but they're not great at doing the ballroom Latin things that are actually dancing with the stars you know so they scored a 24 out of 40 Nelly did a flip 
which I was like, wow, bro, like, where'd that come from? Like I said, athleticism and, like, ability to move, he's got it, like, in spades. That is not his problem. Next is Justina Machado and Sasha. They danced the Roomba in tribute to Madonna and her song Crazy to You. First of all, obviously, we know I love Justina. The judges thought it was good, but not as great as um, as they wanted it to be. I thought it was better than it got scored. Like, I think they deserved higher scores. They got a 24 out of 30, same as Nelly. I think that her dance was a lot more of the dance they were asking for, which I, has always been, I sound, feel like I sound like a broken record about my episodes are so far apart. You probably don't remember me talking about this the whole season, but just how when people are doing the dance assigned to them and then someone like Nelly, who's athletic and can move, is just kind of dancing, but I feel like it's not super, it's not super like the style that it's supposed to be. I mean, I didn't even know the stinking style. I wrote down freestyle-ish because that's what I felt like it was. And I think that like Justina danced the dance. It might not have been her best thing ever, but it was a Roomba. And I, I think it was good. And I think she should have gotten scored higher just saying. Next is Sky Jackson and Alan dancing the Paso to Janet Jackson. I'm 99% sure that's who she danced to and it was very good. I really liked the message she had at the beginning of in the package. She was talking about the Black Lives Matter movement which obviously is a huge part of our nation right now and is super super important and needs all the awareness it can get. Super important cause. I'm fully behind and I think that um especially seeing someone so young, she's my age, she's 18, just um, driving that forward and especially her being a person of color, I'm not, so I don't have that kind of first person perspective, but I think that the way she has a big following and especially with a lot of young people, people my age, who can see her speaking up for what she believes in and thinking that they can do the same thing, I think that's really important. Her dance was fantastic, super fierce, super fun, 27 out of 30, awesome job. Next is Neve and Jenna. They dance the jive to Saturday Night's All Right by Elton John. They also scored a 27 out of 30. I think they did a great job. It was super entertaining. It was super fun. I think it was great. It's pretty much all I have to say. He's always great. Uh, next is Johnny and Britt dancing to Valerie by Amy Winehouse. First of all, love the song. Second of all, love Amy Winehouse. Third of all, I thought it was hilarious that Johnny Weir had his hair like Amy Winehouse. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. I don't know. That's all I have to say. I mean, it was cool. Like, he looked great, but I think it was just also, like, kind of comedic. They got a perfect score, 30 out of 30, and the dance was very, very good. And I, I also love the song, so it made it fun for me to watch and listen to. Next is Caitlin and Artem dancing the Argentine tango to Britney Spears. And Caitlin talked about her singing career, her newfound path of singing country music. I actually have listened to the song she released. I don't know if it was earlier this year, maybe last year. I, I like literally don't know. I've lost all concept of time. It could have been anywhere between like anywhere from last year to this year, anywhere 2019, 2020. I'm really not sure. It was actually very good. I was very impressed. I think she's really talented and I think she could actually especially with the following she already has, I think she could actually make a go at um, a country music career. So I think she should go for it. Caitlin Bristow, if you're listening, go for it, girl. I mean, you're definitely not, but just in case. Uh, She also got a perfect 30 out of 30. The only thing I didn't understand was her outfit did not look very Britney Spears. It looked kind of Elsa from Frozen. (laughs) 
like, I know there was, Britney wore a very similar outfit at some point. However, there are many more iconic Britney Spears outfits. They could have dressed Caitlyn in. She looked like Elsa. She did not look like Britney Spears. Other than that gripe I have about the costume, the dance was fantastic. It was great. Fantastic Argentine tango. Way to go. So next is, um, what would you call it? It's like a dance-off type thing. They have to simultaneously dance next to each other, and then the judges vote on who who wins, essentially. Like, I did not explain that very well. So they split the, they split the floor in half, and two couples face off against each other, dancing next to each other, and then to the same song, same style, all of it, at the same time, next to each other, and then the judges at the end pick who they think did a better job. That, that's a much better explanation. I pick my second explanation. Uh, the first dance-off was Caitlin Bristow and Artem versus Justina Machado and Sasha. They danced the cha-cha to Telephone, which, first of all, love that song. Second of all, Justina and Sasha won. And first of all, okay, I said first of all so many times. 50 millionth of all. I love both Caitlin and Justina, so I didn't want to pick. But Justina and Sasha had much better... Um, I don't know, like exuberance, enthusiasm. Caitlin was a lot more precise, but you know, what do you do? Next was Sky Jackson and Alan versus Nelly and Daniela dancing a salsa to Live in La Vida Loca. And the winner was Sky and Alan, which I 100% agree with. Like I said, Nelly is not a great Latin dancer. He can really move and he can really sell it, but he's not a great Latin dancer. So Sky and Alan won that one, in my opinion. Also, Next was Johnny Weir and Britt versus AJ McLean and Cheryl. Also, might I add, because of Neve and Jenna's, like, combined scores from last week and this week, they were safe. They had an uneven number. They ended up with seven people, so they couldn't really have a dance-off with, like, one extra person. So they had someone immune based on scores. I get it. Whatever. Uh, like I said, Johnny Weir and Britt versus AJ and Cheryl dancing the jive to Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Another fantastic song. The songs this week... We're great. I mean, it is Icons Week, so the songs are iconic. You, you could say iconic. Um, so I don't know. I think that all of the music was fantastic. Um, AJ and Cheryl won, which I also agreed about. Um, the bottom two couple, I'm sorry, my email is like blowing up. That's like the fifth email I've gotten while I've been recording this episode. Anyways, the bottom two couples were Johnny and Brett and AJ and Cheryl. Bruno saved Johnny and Brett. Derek saved AJ and Cheryl, and Carrie Ann eliminated AJ and Cheryl by picking Johnny and Britt. I was very sad about this. I completely understand, though. It's hard to compare Johnny and AJ because I feel like they're such different dancers and such different people in the way they present themselves that I think it, they, that's a nearly impossible choice to pick between the two of them. I probably would have picked AJ and Cheryl, but... I honestly don't know, so I understand the, like, who actually knows, but next week is the semifinals, which you will hear me talk about momentarily. So, the semifinals, we are down to six. We are going to eliminate two couples in this episode to get us down to five, four, to get us down to four. If I could do basic math, that would be super helpful. Get us down to four for the finale, which always, I feel like the end of the season was kind of rushed, but my theory is that they start, they did have to start late because of COVID, so everything kind of got pushed a little bit, and then they always end Thanksgiving week, always. For as many years as I've been watching the show, the fall season always ends Thanksgiving week, so I think they were just like still aiming to finish Thanksgiving week, so they had to do some double late eliminations and kind of just like move the show along, 
So there we go, COVID ruining everything again, but also like they had to finish during their scheduled time slot, which is probably like a network thing, but also like they always finish during Thanksgiving. I would have been sad if they didn't just from my personal nostalgia purposes of watching the show for so many years. They have to finish when they always finish, like come on. All right, jumping right into semi-finals week, we have Nellie and Daniela dancing the Pasadoble, and these are um, redemption dances. That's the first thing, is they're dancing a dance that the judges picked to have them redo, whether it be they did it very early in the season or just they did it more recently, they had a slip-up, it wasn't that great, etc. So they have them redo it. So he redanced the Nelly redanced the Pasadoble and made some major improvements, scoring a 26 out of 30. Sky and Allen redanced the Cha-Cha with help from Bruno. And I think again, huge improvement. Huge improvement. It was so much better. It was super I think the first time she danced the Cha-Cha was the time that she like grabbed Alan's hair she's like falling during like a spin lift type thing and her first instinct as she was falling was to like grab Alan's hair like she didn't hit the floor but she did like yank his hair in order to stay balanced which I thought was hilarious that mistake did not happen again and she scored a 27 out of 30 major improvement Johnny and Britt danced the salsa with help from Carrie Ann and um, they scored a 27 out of 30, again, making major improvement. He rocked those Cuban heels. Yes, loved it. It was great. It was very good. I really liked his salsa this time around. It was a massive improvement in my unprofessional opinion. Next was Justina and Sasa. 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 All right. Apparently, I really want some sauce. I don't know what's happening there. Justina and Sasha dancing the tango scoring a 28 out of 30. Justina got her first 10. I was very happy about that. Very, very excited. She was super like into it. Normally she dances the the big Latin dances the best, super fun and full of energy, but she killed that tango, which is in my opinion, sort of Latin-y, but also sort of ballroom. It's slower and sensual, but it's also like got that Latin flavor and I think that that was like the perfect blend for her. 28 out of 30. Way to go. Next was Neve and Jenna dancing their week one, redancing their week one foxtrot with the help of Derek and he got a perfect 30. It was fantastic. The foxtrot really suited him. I think um, it just really, I don't know, I think he really embodied and threw himself into that dance more definitely more than he did the first time. I mean, there's obviously a huge difference between week one and week 10. You're going to improve unless you have some like major mechanical failure in your brain when you're doing this. You should improve between week one and week 10, but I think he really came to his own within the last 10 weeks, and that was really evident. Um, and lastly, in this category, in this first round of dances, if that's better, was Caitlin and Bristow. Caitlin and Bristow. Guys, Caitlin, Bristow, and Artem, who I was about to like try and say his last name, but I have no idea. It's Chigvinstev. Artem Chigvinstev. Chigvinstev. Something like that. I'm really sorry, Artem. I have no idea how to pronounce his last name. Anyway, Caitlin and Artem dancing the Pasadoble again with the help of Carrie Ann. 
also getting a perfect score of 30 out of 30. Way to go. Loved it. Obviously fantastic. She definitely killed that passo. She had so much. Um, well, the thing with Caitlin is her, her movements are very like flowy and um, I don't know. They're super like flowy is the best way I can describe it. But it's, it's beautiful. It's not a bad thing. But in something like the Paso, you have to be really sharp and precise. And I think she finally brought that like passion, power, sharpness that was needed. So way to go, Caitlin. Round two is all new dances. Just I'm pretty sure it was just like whatever kind of dance. I don't think there was any theme to the second part there. Just new dances. So first up is Justina and Sasha paying or dancing a contemporary dance paying tribute to the two's relationship it was gorgeous it was great first of all i've mentioned this a thousand times but contemporary is my favorite style of dance to watch to do obviously i'm not like very good so i can know but um to watch i love watching contemporary dance is beautiful the tribute was super great it was authentic you could see the two's love for each other just their friendship i thought it was great perfect 30 out of 30 Sky and Alan danced the Viennese waltz. It was very vulnerable and graceful, and it was essentially talking about how she grew up in front of the camera, but how it was still like lonely, so to speak, because of that. Also, scoring a 30 out of 30. Just spoiler alert everyone scores a 30 out of 30 in this round. My dad had a theory, which I thought is funny, which I'll touch on in the end, which I don't think is actually what was going on, but I'll touch on it in the end. Next is Johnny and Britt dancing the jazz, dancing the jazz, dancing jazz. Um, just kind of talking about um, his ice skating career and how Dancing with the Stars allowed him to be more competitive and just like come into that um, that competition mode that he was so used to being a competitive ice skater for so many years. Also, like he is a wicked talented ice skater. Like seeing the videos of him in the Olympics and just even what he can like still do now, it's really really impressive. He's fantastic, and this jazz was also fantastic. He scored a perfect thirty out of thirty. Next is Neve and Jenna dancing the contemporary dance. Why do I keep saying the and then it's a dance that I can't say the in front of? Dancing a contemporary, also scoring a 30 out of 30. But I also thought it was hilarious how Neve was like, yeah, I really thought I was like gonna go home like week five or like I, I just didn't want to be the first one gone. He is like really talented and that's really surprising to me because coming into the show I didn't know anything about him but I was like oh this guy's gonna be a spaz and like he's not gonna be good at all like that just doesn't seem like his like forte. No. Like color me shocked. He's fantastic. Next is Nellie and Daniela dancing the... what did he dance? I don't think I wrote it down. Um, I really, I like really don't think I wrote it down. I believe it was like a salsa or something like that. I'm pretty sure it was a salsa, but I don't actually know. He also got a 30 out of 30. This one I disagree with a little bit. What I said earlier in this episode and every other episode, I still kind of feel that it wasn't super how it was like the dance style, but it was still rhythmic and good. I would have given him nines, not tens, but you know, I'll get to my dad's theory in a second. Last up was Caitlin and Artem dancing a contemporary dance. Hey, I didn't say the contemporary this time. Uh, in memory of her childhood friend, it was fantastic. And um, I follow 
Caitlin on Instagram and so I saw how hard it was for her that week to not only do the redemption dance and just have so many dances to learn but doing this emotional tribute and having to listen to the song and all of that was really hard for her. She got a perfect 30 out of 30 like I said and it was fantastic. I loved it. I love contemporary. Caitlin's fantastic etc etc all my praises to you Caitlin. Anyways um, my dad's theory for why everyone got a perfect 30 out of 30 was that the judges didn't want like wanted America to decide they were like here everybody get a perfect 30 America like kind of like that I really don't think that's what happened I think everybody deserved a 30 out of 30 again maybe not Nellie I don't know I feel like Nellie's just like either has like a fantastic I guess he has a huge fan base that's like why he keeps like staying in I don't think he's ever been in the bottom and like I feel like he must just have a great fan base. I honestly didn't know of him. And I mean, I'm younger and he was like a bigger star before, like I was listening to music when I was really young and before I was born, but I'm not into rap anyways. So even if he was like super popular right now, I probably wouldn't hear him in like just the kinds of music I listen to, but I'm just surprised by how many people are like Team Nelly, like gung ho about it, but you know, more power to him, more power to him. The bottom three because two people are going home was Johnny, Sky, and Justina. And like everybody was very shocked that Nelly made the finals. I mean that fan base, like seriously, he must just have like people who are die hard. Um Johnny was sent home first and the judges had to decide between Sky and Justina and they saved Justina, which in my opinion was the right move. She's a better dancer. And I love Sky, obviously, and I obviously love Justina, but I think Justina was definitely the better dancer, so I agree with that move. And we're finally moving on to the finale. Without further ado, um, they danced two dances. We have the freestyle and the do-over dance, so they get, I don't know if they pick or production picks, maybe it's a joint effort of what dance they want to redo. It's not a dance they need to improve upon necessarily, just one that was really popular, they really enjoyed doing, the fans really enjoyed seeing, they usually redo one of those. And the freestyle, which is definitely one of the best dances to watch throughout the whole season. I love watching the freestyle dances. They're so fun and you can like literally just do what you want. There's no rules, you can dance any dance style, lifts, whatever you wanna do. And I really enjoy watching them. Tyra comes in as usual in her flamboyant, crazy fashion, but you know, we're all used to it at this point. Um, all right, the first dance for round one is Nellie and Daniela. I believe the first round is um, the, the redo dance. They redid the samba, and Nelly decided that all of his Nike special made dance shoes are being sold off, auctioned off, going to charity. I think that was a great plan. He's never going to wear them again. Someone, like some sneaker snob, I'm sorry, that might have been rude. I don't know. I don't collect sneakers. But people who are like really obsessed with sneakers will buy them and pay a lot of money. So I think donating that money to charity was a really great idea and I respect it a lot. And his Samba was very good. It was good. He had a 27 out of 30, which I think was fair and what I believe he should have gotten last week on his second dance, but you know what? It's okay. Next is Justina and Sasha revisiting their cha-cha. And okay, first of all, Justina is 
48. I've been following her for years and I had no idea that she was that old. Like, honestly, I, she, I, she could have been like, yeah, I'm 35. I would have been like, yes, you are, girl. But like, she does not look 48. Like, oh my word. I don't know if I've talked about this yet, but I'm pretty sure I haven't. But she's 48, guys. That's insane. She does not look 48. She literally looks like she's like 35. So, I mean, I, I want whatever she's on. But, um, yeah. It was great. Justine was great. The dance was great. She got a perfect 30 out of 30. Next is Neve and Jenna, again, talking about how he was not sure if he was going to get to the finale, which at first I was like, absolutely not. But then after I saw him dance, I was like, this guy, I could really take it home. And first of all, he shaved his chest for the finale. So bravo. We got him to shave his chest. And second of all, he danced. When did he dance? Um, I don't think I wrote it down. Mm, let's see. I really don't think so. Well, way to go me. It was great. Anyway, whatever it was, perfect 30 out of 30. Caitlin and Artem. I'm so happy that Caitlin got to do this because, like I said at the beginning, I've been watching her for, or I've been following her forever since her time on The Bachelorette, Bachelor etc franchise and she has always said I wanted to dance with the stars I wanted to dance with the stars like like why won't they let me do the show she finally got to do it she redanced the Argentine tango which was once again fantastic and scored a perfect 30 out of 30 we got some fun moments from the season reliving the weeks some of the best moments some fun um like interview moments behind the scenes all of that I always do enjoy seeing all of that stuff towards the finale, towards the end, I do enjoy revisiting things in my mind to refresh around how we got here. And in the second round, we have Nellie and Daniela dancing the freestyle. It was really fun and very Nellie and very not Latin ballroom at all, but it was really hip hop and a little Latin and super fun and bedazzled and the music was great and upbeat. It was great. Actually, I like Nelly. Way to go. When you don't have to dance Latin ballroom, you can really move. Like I've said a hundred times, perfect 30 out of 30. Next is Caitlin and Artem. And their freestyle was also super fun and just like out there and had great progression. And I think, I think it was great. Again, perfect 30 out of 30. I don't have much to say about these freestyles other than they were all great, but I'm going to go through them anyway. Next is Neve and Jenna once again just killing it killing it they danced to singing in the rain and they did this huge like it was broadway and it was ballroom and it was like show stopping i think their freestyle in my opinion was the best i think that that was really very well done so kudos to jenna for that choreography it was great it was inventive and i mean it was so such a spin on broadway that i loved it and Also, all of these couples just talked about how their relationships have grown between partnerships and how much, also, side note, I have a relationship to talk about at the end of this episode. Let's hope I don't forget because I really want to talk about it, but let me finish this thought. How each of the couples really enjoyed each other's company and really grew from each other, and I love to see that. And I was thinking as I watched this, I was like, wow, I wonder what you would do if, like, you hated your partner. Like, they're all like, oh, yeah, this is the greatest this is the greatest pro ever. I'm so glad I got to learn from you, so-and-so. But what if you were like, wow, this person's 
I hate them. Like, they're a butt. Like, I wonder if that, I'm sure that's happened, but I feel like if you hate your partner like that, you wouldn't get to the finale. So maybe that would not be, like, as big of an issue. But I'm just, I thought about that. But I do love how much they love each other. I think it's great. And lastly, we have Justina and Sasha dancing their freestyle. I think it was great. It was powerful and it was empowering like Justina. And I think it was a very Justina dance. I love that she got to break out and sing in the middle. Was that in this dance or the last dance? There was a part where she was singing. And I couldn't tell. I'm 99.999% sure, repeating, percent sure that it was her voice like I'm pretty sure it was I know she can sing but I think she was just lip syncing over like a track that was her voice I'm not quite sure either way it was fantastic and the perfect 30 out of 30 and I love the message empowerment all of it I love Justina okay now let us talk about the finale the ending the moment we've all been waiting for as you've been listening to the last half an hour of me ramble on about dancing with the stars this is what you've been waiting for or what you probably googled three weeks ago when I didn't get this episode up in a timely manner. Fourth place goes to Justina and Sasha. Third place goes to Nellie and Daniela. Second place goes to Neve and Jenna. And the winner is Caitlin and Arda. Now, I do have some thoughts. As per usual, I always have thoughts. I think if I was to pick, I would have said Nellie and Daniela definitely should have been fourth. They were by far the weakest dancers. Nellie was definitely the weakest dancer. Like I said, he must have, like, some huge following that I'm unaware of. But apparently the rap world is, like, gung-ho about Dancing with the Stars. I'm not really sure. I just feel like those worlds don't collide. But fair enough. Like, I feel like Nellie should have been gone home, like, at least a couple weeks ago. But I digress. So, I think he should have been fourth. I think based solely on Dancing Alone, Justina should have been a third. Neve should have been second. And Caitlyn should have been first. Possibly Neve should have been first, flipped with Caitlyn... But I definitely think Nellie should have been fourth and Justina should have been third solely based on dancing. If it was up to me, I would have had Justina win, but it's okay. Um, but I love Caitlyn. I voted for both Justina and Caitlyn because I felt like I was betraying my, my reality TV roots if I did not vote for Caitlyn. So I voted for both of them. Um, but I'm like I said, I'm so happy for Caitlyn. I'm so jazzed she got to do this show. I'm so glad she won. I think it's it's great for her. I'm, I'm honestly like really happy for her. And I also would have been obviously happy to see Neve or Justina win. I, I mean, I wouldn't have been upset to see Nelly win. I like, I don't dislike him. He's just like by far not the best dancer. So I would have been upset for the purposes of Dancing with the Stars. But other than that, I think it was a great season. Oh, I wanted to talk about that relationship, didn't I? So there's kind of a backstory. So Chrishell and Gleb were partners on this season. And there's floating around rumors before that Gleb got divorced recently that him and Chrishell like had a fling or like a thing you know because Gleb's dance styles are so like raunchy and like that's the best way I can describe it like they're, they're sensual like sometimes I feel like they definitely border on raunchy and I think that's why people were like oh my gosh it's Chrishell so I'm like oh no like this is not gonna end well like I, I feel like it's definitely her fault well then <laughs> I'm so dramatic telling the story like, a week ago, Chrishell is dating Keo. So, like, like, what? <laughs> like, I don't understand. But I guess, I guess she had nothing to do with Gleb's divorce. Also, I have another slight theory, and I feel bad for saying this because I have no idea if it's actually, like, accurate or if it's just, like, gossip. But Jana Kramer was Gleb's partner. Oh, maybe five years ago. 
Gianna just released a book with her now husband, who I believe she was married to then, but I'm not 100% sure, about her and her husband's relationship. And there's a part, I haven't actually read the book, but I follow Gianna on Instagram, and so I kind of get like the lowdown of what's actually happening. But um, about how when she was on Dancing with the Stars, she had a thing with someone on the show. Now, I can only assume that would be Gleb because that was her partner. They had the super like sexual shower dance, and I feel like you kind of... Like, they had a lot of sexual tension. That's all I'm saying. So I feel like it might have been with him. But, like, I don't actually know. So do not quote me. Because don't listen to what I'm saying. I don't actually know. But I feel like maybe Gleb's the problem. Like, I'm not actually sure. And it might not be his fault at all. But, like, maybe he's the problem. Like, just just ponder that. Ponder that. But anyway, Chrishell's with Keo. Very interesting to me. That was a turn of events I was not anticipating. Anyways, thank you so much for going on this Dancing with the Stars journey with me. It is finally over this season. I will consider recapping the next season similarly. Or maybe I'll just do like halfway season, end of season. Because it's kind of difficult for me to keep up with this. As you saw once school started, things kind of like derailed on me getting these episodes up promptly. But nonetheless, this is up. The season is over. Thank you so, so very much for going on this journey with me. And if you have not already, follow me on Instagram at NYATV underscore Junkie Pod, where you can get all the lowdown and all the tea and all the stuff I'm thinking and talking about. It's a good fun time. Anyways, follow me over there. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. Bye.